Welcome to a great episode of Sports Matters. This is Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, and a lot of great sports happened over the weekend. I'm your host, Kevin Drake, and sitting across from me, your other host, Mr. Matt Burt Sports. How you doing this morning? I can't complain. You know me. Boy, it's nice and sunny out. Remember last week how foggy it was? I, I can barely... Awful last week. <laughs> also in studio, we have entered. We have Miss Haley here joining Hi. us, <laughs> who is an English major here at UC Irvine, and you're are going to be doing a show here. Yeah, hopefully so. What inspired you to decide to do a, a radio show here? Because I know, did you first of all, did you know there was a radio station here? I did. My best friend goes here, so when I transferred, uh, she did the radio station program last spring. So we've been planning to try to do a show together here. Ah, nice. Yeah. And then what inspired you to decide? You know, I want to. I want to do a show. Yeah, I think, I'm, I mean, I guess radio has always been a pretty prevalent uh, thing in my life. I have a few friends in the Central Valley that actually um, do radio. So I think I just was always interested in learning about it, too. You know, this is actually, Matt, and Matt knows, this is a great place to really learn about radio. I mean, what a nice, like, luxury item to have at the university, let alone, I mean, I know you're you're grinding away, doing your 18 hours and all these hours of study and but to but to be able to have the some free time and be able to come over here to KUCI and and this is a great radio station. We just celebrated our fiftieth anniversary a couple weekends ago, and I think uh, last weekend was the fall conference. Mm-hmm. We hosted it last year, but uh, it was up at Loyola Marymount. It definitely is. So, what kind of a show would you like to do? I want to do something involving film, like uh, maybe just talking about different movies that are out and maybe theories about different movies coming out too. Okay. That's pretty fun. What's I a bit what's a big movie that's coming out? That's uh, Um, well, uh, I think I'd probably want to do there's not one in a while, but I I always love the Marvel movies that come out. So like if I had Love the show, Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah. Like I definitely if I had it before, I would have definitely done some about Endgame that came out a few months ago, but Should I invest in Disney Plus? I don't know. I haven't done it yet. I've heard some mixed reviews about well, you, it. You're a student here, so you get the you get the good deal. Yeah, that's true. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm waiting to see if it pans out. <laughs> There's one movie that's caught my eye. Which it's one? The one that directed or produced by Clint Eastwood is Richard Jewell. I don't know if you remember, in 1996, the Olympics in Atlanta, there was a bomb. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was the one that alerted the authorities. Like, he discovered the bomb and really saved a lot of people's lives. But in turn, the FBI started investigating him, thinking he was behind it, like there was some kind of conspiracy. But there wasn't. And it really ruins his life. Just a horrible thing for a person, for a human being to go through. I mean, here he is. He should be a hero. And then when they investigated him, thinking he's part of it, ugh. It's just hard. It's just hard. And I'm sure the movie's going to be really well done. You know Clint Eastwood. He, he's not short of anything. He's excellent, and it's going to be a great movie. I enjoy those types of movies. I mean, I like true stories. Kind of sports-related, because it did happen during the 1996 Olympics, the last time we had the Olympics in the U.S. And the next time we're going to have the Olympics in the U.S., do you know, Haley? I do not. <laughs> It's going to be here local in Los Angeles in 2028. Oh, really? I yes. didn't know that. Yes. The last time the Olympics were here was in 1984. It was going to be 2024. They really tried to shoot for that to get to 40 years mm-hmm. since the last time Paris beat us out. That's going to be great. 
Yeah, a couple movies I'm excited for is, well, one sticking on the sports theme is the Ford versus Ferrari movie. I think that the two actors in that uh, with Damon and Bale are just amazing. Christian and, Bale yeah, Christian and Matt Damon, Bale. yes. Yeah, that that looks like a fun, yeah, that's another movie that caught my eye too. Yeah, I, that looks fun and I, I know Ford ended up beating Ferrari, so that's kind of an interesting little tidbit and I think I just spoiled the movie, so sorry <laughs> about that. Go watch it, it's better visually. Um, and then the other one, I have a fast Fascination with murder mysteries, so I like knife. I've been wanting to see that yeah. one too. Yeah, that one uh, you know that's great. another good movie. Yeah, good, good. There's, that's good news. There's some good movies coming out. Yeah, Ooh. It's can't wait. The holiday season yeah. has the best movies. Speaking of the holiday season, I got to give a shout out to Mr. Rob Lemagere up in Northern California. Who's going to come down to visit us, Matt, and you'll get to meet him, and he's going to be on the show awesome. down the line, giving some of his Northern California sports, I like look, you. I look forward to it. Yeah. We, we should get Jim English and then just have a SoCal versus NorCal debates. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. Thank you for listening, Mr. Rob Lemagere. Always appreciate all the listeners out there, your two grandmas especially. Yes. <laughs> I love my grandma. <laughs> Have you been to any sporting events here at UCI, including esports? I haven't been to any yet. Um, yeah. I'm definitely interested in going to the esports. That's probably next on my list. But I highly recommend it. They have this arena mm-hmm. that they just completed. I think it might have been a couple years ago, but they invested a quarter of a million dollars into this, and it's really wow. nice, state-of-the-art. You as a student or even a community member, so people in the gaming community can go and play. I think it's something like four bucks an hour. Yeah. I was looking into that recently, yeah. actually. I walked by it in the student center last night, yeah. and I like, looked in. It, was, it looks super nice in there. It really is. It, it's nice. There's so many games you can play, too. I know we, we interviewed Mark Deppie, the director of esports here at uci and you know what a what amazing you know human being he is and all that he's done for this program and and it's only going to get better and you know now i think well the season starts in january but you know they're getting ready they're talking about all the preparation it takes to play esports so but there's a lot of fun games remind me what the stat is of the number of people in america that play video games a young people 97 percent combined men what is that male and female young people 97%. 97%. 97%. Yeah. Just about everybody does. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Think about it. You know, 20 years ago, I mean, yes, we we played games, but there weren't they weren't as sophisticated as the games are today. I mean, they really teach you a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can learn from simulations. I mean, even if you think about when you're training as an air pilot, as an airline pilot, you go through a lot of simulations. I mean, that's all computer generated right there. It's you know it's amazing you know, where we've come as society with technology. You know it's a lot of it's great, but then there's a lot of other things you have to be careful of. It's yeah, you know when you post things on social media, you really got to be careful about what you post. Hey, don't think be surprised about if we have contact lenses that are our smartphones now, and people are going to be like, you know, going. Oh, I'm sure that's they've already got eye. the glasses, just like swiping yeah. on Instagram and like clicking through stories. Don't be surprised. Or, or maybe we could blink or use our eyeballs to end phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then pretty soon we'll have such great technology. We'll have a chip and you know, insert in our brain, we can read each other's minds. Oh, Ooh, I don't geez. know if that'd be good. Ugh, no. That just might be too that. much information. I, I don't want you reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking right now? You're thinking some. You're you're ready to talk some sports. I know. I am ready to yeah. talk some sports for sure. Well, this is the sports talk show. We do this every Tuesday mornings from eight to nine. Sports matters here at KCI eighty-eight point nine FM in Irvine, and we enjoy sports. And I'm glad we kind of open up with esports. 
because UCI has an excellent esports program. It's it's rated number one in the nation. Number one. Mm-hmm. The best. That's my. And they're gonna. And I think and they're they're gonna do it this year too. I think the game that they've been playing lately is League of Legends. That's like the big game. That's the one they've been competing in. But they do a lot of other stuff too. They do symposiums. There's uh, you know, just working with the gaming community and it's job placement. So yeah, yeah who knows? Maybe run a semester and do some esports. Yeah, <laughs> I know, you know they do a lot of Overwatch too, and I think Super yeah. Smash Bros. and stuff. Yeah, like oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a whole list of games that you can play. Oh yeah, but yeah. they even do like memorizational skills where they you know you do the mind sweep in 3D, and it really improves cognitive memory and you know things like that. It's like wow, that's really impressive. Like you know where we've come as society, but uh, we are going to touch on some UCI sports because there's a very special event that's going to happen Saturday. November 30th, home game at the Brent Center versus Ooh. Eastern Michigan. What's the special event that's going on that night, Matt? Do you know? Uh, it's a tr- no. Not a trick question. I'm going to guess Scott Brooks being inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's it, brother. Let me go. The number 12 is getting retired here at UCI. So in case you don't know who, Coach Scott Brooks currently coaches for the Washington Wizards. He was also the coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He got to coach, you know, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, all those guys. Um, he went to school here. Oh, wow. You know, back in the early 80s. He actually opened the Bren Center, and he did it in style. He still has a career-high most points at the Bren Center. I think he opened up with 49 points. Great way to open up, you know, break in the Bren Center. <laughs> but he played here for two years, and he really enjoyed UCI, and he still, to this day, runs an annual golf tournament to raise money for scholarships for UCI. That's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we've been we've been asking for this for a while, so we're glad to see this happen. Yes, it, 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 it's needed. I mean, he does so much for this university, and he has nothing but praise. He really enjoyed coming here. And he also played in another college at the time. I don't know if you ever knew that one of the greatest centers to ever play was Hakeem Olajuwon. He got to play against him. And he fronted him, you know, I mean, being a small guard, and he defended Hakeem Olajuwon pretty well. Wow, that's he also played on the same team as him and won an NBA championship with him with the Rockets. So, so Scott Brooks, you know, he's got a lot of history, but he's got a lot of history here, but of just an amazing knowledge of basketball and just living on the East Coast right now. But his, still, his heart belongs here at UCI. Yeah, it's, that's it's much deserved. It's been a long time coming for sure, but I'm glad that he finally gets up there and Get some a little bit of recognition, but uh, yeah, we had a couple of really great games this past weekend for the men's basketball team. They did. They won two in a row, and then they beat Boise State. That was like the big win on the road to beat a top fifty team. They won sixty nine sixty against them, and then lost a tough one last night. I was kind of going back and forth between. I had both Monday night football going on, and I had the UC Irvine game going on on my computer. Yeah, but there was a lot of really good takeaways from that game that I saw. Oh yeah, they're just you're still coming together. The thing, Haley, when it comes to basketball, especially college basketball Mm -hmm. you have your camp you might get a couple of preseason games so essentially when you have a new team they have nine freshmen they just added and they have six veterans so with 15 players the coach will run about 10 players deep so you have five starting players Mm -hmm. and then they'll rotate their bench players in so there's a lot of freshmen so when you're playing a team sport 
it takes time to develop that camaraderie. Yeah, to, that makes sense. You're right. You're working together to know where everyone's going to be. So when you're running your system, your offensive system, you want to make sure the ball's moving around. You're getting the, the best quality shot as you possibly can. And then on the other end, you're exerting all the energy. And the way this coach coaches, he's a, a very well, very great defensive-minded coach. Gets on his players to really defend the entire 30 seconds because you have a 30-second shot clock. So mm-hmm. they defend for the entire 30 seconds. So it does take a lot of energy to play that style of defense, but he has this amazing record when he holds teams 60 points or less, or his teams do, <laughs> something like they're like 112 and three. <laughs> yeah. And they played the 25th team in the nation in Colorado. They actually got uh, bumped up to 23. 23rd team, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I didn't look at the most recent polls. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a couple things that stood out to me is, you know, they just got a lot more possessions than UCI did, it seems like. With 22 turnovers by UCI, which is really a not good stat, if you can cut back on those against the, in the bigger games, I know we have a couple of bigger ones coming up. Um, this was Well, probably, they got to go to TCU. Yeah, that's a big one coming up. So They'll be ready. If you don't turn over the ball 22 times and you don't, commit uh se- let them get 17 free throws it's a different story you know I-, I think that they played really well on defense they shot the ball really well and if you limit those areas you're going to see them be a very successful team this year so i'm looking forward to them playing tcu for sure i think they're going to come out with a better game plan than they did colorado well they just got to clean up the turnovers yeah. and again it's just a matter of developing that camaraderie you know who your starters are and then when you're bringing your bench players in to rotate out to give those guys rest it's just a, being in unison and still executing the game plan it's beautiful because basketball is a game of rhythm when you're in a good rhythm things just start to happen and then sometimes when you that rhythm breaks bad things start to happen turnovers and all this other stuff stuff that you don't mean for it to happen they just kind of happen they're an exciting team to watch i don't know if you've ever been to the bren center but both men's and women's basketball mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun there because it gets yet. loud and the student section they really are passionate <laughs> it just makes for a great experience yeah i can't wait to go sometime yeah i think for students it get like the student fee and mm-hmm. you know it's it's relatively cheap and are you 21 yes I yeah am. you can have a beer there oh, too <laughs> take the edge off <laughs> that's weird to think about that next year is going to be 2020. Right. Isn't that weird to think about? 2020. Back it, in the 20s. I know. Yeah. It's, it's weird to there think about. There used to about. be a, isn't there a late night show called 2020? It used to be back uh, in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was like a crime show, wasn't it? I think so, I yeah. So, yeah. It's always crime, isn't it? <laughs> Someone's always committing a crime. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, it's a huge industry for sure. Haley, so what happens with the the season here? Once they have a good season, which they will, then it comes down to the final eight teams in the Big West Conference play in a tournament. It's usually at the Honda Center. Mm-hmm. They have to play three games in three nights. You have to basically win three straight games just to get into the big dance. Wow. That's the goal, to get into the NCAA tournament. That's hard to do, to play three yeah. games back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I let alone playing back-to-back games, but to do... Th- Three, three and in the last three years, UCI is they've won the first two and they would just run out of gas on the third game. It's so hard, and they did yeah. that back to back years. But last year they won it. 
Oh my god! They were going to get in even if they didn't win because they just had such a stellar season last year and actually mm. won their first ever NCAA game. That's so, amazing. Yeah, so it's so hard for a smaller school like this to get into the big dance mm. with all the big schools and to be able to do what they did. Real quick, I'm going to give a nice tennis break. We'll jump back to college ball because the tennis season has come to a close. The ATP Finals, which is a huge tournament. And you know, that's the, the I last. know who won. You know, I know who won, and that's crazy. We really follow tennis, but I know who won. But let me explain how it works. So they take the top eight ranked players on the men's, and then they put them in a tournament. So they kind of break them up. They each have a bracket. So they put they split four and four. They each play each other once, and then the top two from each bracket, and they play in the final four. So. Of course, the big three, Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, and Rafael Nadal were all in it. But not one of those three didn't win. Who won? I know. Pass. Yes, Stefanos Pass. He won it two years ago, the next generation. So that's when the, the youth play. It's a youth tournament. Oh, okay. He won that one two years ago, and he's now 21. So he's oh, my goodness. Young yeah, man. Yeah, 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 tennis is a young man's game. However, those three names I just mentioned, Roger Federer is 38. Novak Djokovic is 31. And Rafael Nadal is 33. Typically, once you hit your 30s, you're supposed to retire. But these guys are defying age. <laughs> yeah. And they just keep winning. In the last, like, 16 years, Haley, of all the Grand Slams, there's only four per year. They've won most of them. Oh, wow. There's maybe a couple of the players like Andy Murray and Stan Wawrinka. But that's it. No one else has won Grand Slams. But we got some good young guys. And do you know who he beat? Stefano Cici Paz. No, I just he know beat he your won. boy Dominic Team. Team, uh. yeah. <laughs> and Team's another really good player. He's also proven the one thing that he proved he could play on all surfaces, but he's really good on clay. That's another thing about tennis. The French Open's played on clay. Wimbledon's played on grass. The U.S. Open's played on a fast hard court. The Australian Open's played on a hard court as well, but it's not as fast as the U.S. It's slightly different material. It's the technology in that is it gets my- really sophisticated. Do you want my hot tennis take? What's your hot tennis take? The big three that are current will eventually go away, right? You know, it's just father right? time always wins. The next big three will be Nick Kyrgios, team, and CeCe Pass. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't know about the Kyrgios. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I will beat the Australian Open in 2020. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch one of his matches. Yeah, it's animated. Yeah. Nick Kyrgios is kind of like the bad boy of tennis. He has the talent to be a top five player, and it's known. But he just has this I-don't-care attitude. It's almost like he doesn't even want to be there. You know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't have that drive. What makes the big three the big three is that they play at a consistent high level all the time, and they just have that extra competitive juices to win these tournaments it takes a lot to win a tournament but you can make a great living you don't even have to win any of the tournaments if you're finishing the third round fourth round every tournament i mean you're making some coin and you're playing a sport that you love to play but you win one of those slams oh my goodness he's gonna have an epiphany he's just gonna have some sort of sudden realization he's gonna do something and then he's gonna have channel his angry juices into competitive juices i should say He's going to have the right vibes going in, and that's the big three. Well, he's going to have some competition because an Australian actually won the next generation. D, his last name is D Menor. I saw him last year in the Australian Open. Definitely got a lot of talent, a lot of potential. So We're a long way from there. Yeah. We're going to be still saying Federer and Nadal and yep. Djokovic yep. for a while. So If you want to... Beat the best, you got to play the best, and you got to yep. beat them. Yeah, I beat them. Well, eventually they'll go away, and, and that's who I like yeah. for my uh, the, the ones that will come to the top in the future.
Let's get to the power five. All right. Okay. Number five. I I got all these teams here. I got the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Rams. And I'm going to go bias. I'm putting the Rams at number five. There's just a lot of things I saw on Sunday that I'm kind of seeing a future. I think this team could really run the table. Oh, jeez. This defense is playing great. Once the offense gets going, it's going to start looking like the Rams of last year. They so have a very long way, like they to get for them to get into the wild card right now. They are they're what are they six and they're two games out of the wild four. card. They're two games out of the wild card. So they but they still have four division games to play. They still have. They to, got Baltimore. Oh God, it's so tough. And the Philadelphia. That's so tough. No, it's a tough schedule, but the way they're playing. Yeah, the way this defense is playing, if they hold those opponents to 10 or less points, oh, yeah, they got a chance. Number four for me is the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is playing out of his mind. I still put him at number four because he hasn't won the postseason, but that may change this year. Oh, it's a current yeah, ranking. Yeah. We're doing this season's yeah. power. So rankings. this is a well, this is a current ranking, but I still have to put the New Orleans Saints at number three. Drew Brees and the guys—they got things right. They beat their division opponent, 34-17, The Buccaneers. Then the 49ers, number two. It's just the way they're playing, like you said, the smash mouth football, running the ball, playing great defense, and number one until someone beats this team in the postseason. Oh, or the, let alone in the regular season, the Patriots. Uh, for me, mine is going to be the same as last week. I think I will do number five. I had the Seattle Seahawks. I Are think you going to put the Chiefs there? Oh no, the Chiefs. Uh, no, I'm not going to put the Chiefs there. I'm not going to put the Chiefs there yet. They got They still have to go through the rest of the division. The Raiders are looming. They really don't have the best record. I'm not going to put the Chiefs there just yet. Number five, Seahawks. And then I'm going to go number four as the who did that? It's the Saints. And okay. then three are the 49ers, two the Baltimore Ravens, and one the Patriots. And it's Putting just. Putting the Baltimore Ravens above the every, 49ers? What? He's from yeah. the Bay Area. Oh, okay. he, he loves <laughs> yeah. the 49ers. I think the yeah. Baltimore Ravens have been playing better football right now. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see how the rest of the season will go. The 49ers could easily jump them, there's not a high gap between them two. But uh, I, as much as I love the 49ers, I try to be as unbiased as possible. And I try to not be a prisoner of the moment. So we almost lost to the Cardinals, is the narrative. That's that a division with. opponent. You just And they played each yeah, other twice in three but, weeks. But what did the Ravens do? They're their own division. They've just been destroying them, you know? Yeah, so but look like, at the division they're in. Come on. Yes, yes. The Ohio teams are terrible. One is not playing up to their their potential. The other one's just absolutely the one, horrible. One of them. One of them is what's that movie that Adam Sandler was in? Yeah. Was the one football movie, Gridiron Gang? That's what the the Browns are the Gridiron Gang of the NFL. They've committed the most penalties this season. They yeah. have no discipline whatsoever. Oh my god! Yeah, they are totally that Adam Sandler movie for sure. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've run out of time.